What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dog Whisperer Podcast. You are tuned in to season two here, sponsored by the Anchor. Like I said, this season, we have a lot of different guests on this season, a lot of different topics that we'll be covering. But one thing I want to do is our one-on-one segments. We're going to do that on the podcast this year instead of doing it on Instagram. And my first one-on-one is going to be with none other than the Masters athlete, the competitive queen, the sprint queen, the 200 queen, the 100 queen. Miss Easter Grant is in the building with me today. Say what's up, Easter. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Yes, ma'am. Just came off a track meet yesterday, as a matter of fact, and getting ready for a meet, a big meet in Atlanta on Memorial Day weekend. She is going for a personal best and a probably be a master's best. Uh, 24 is what she's aiming for right now, so we're working towards that. Uh, Easter, kind of let everybody know kind of how you started with track and field. You know how your journey began. Um, okay. Well, um, basically, some of I'm pretty much 16, over 16 years in the game at this point. I started track. Of course, I looked at like little kid. I looked at the Olympics. I looked at all the athletes. Had my favorite, like you know, Gail Beavers and um, just uh, the greats. Look at some of the past, like Flo Joe and people like that, and got inspired. Right. to do track um so i didn't take it more serious until i got I, i'm not gonna say more serious but in high school that's when i really actually started the track journey and there i started as a this one <laughs> so i was mainly this i was doing the 800 the 1600 the 1300 but oh like distance distance yeah distance because <laughs> so, <laughs> i thought because Okay, listen, and you know, I, was, I wanted to do track, but I wasn't really sure that point where I fit in the track, in right. the track world. But there was a race that I did get to do, and it was the um, in high school we had the um, 300 hurdles. And 300 hurdles is where I, you know, I went to regional champs, regionals, and came a regional champ multi time regional champ in the 300 hurdles. Okay. Opposed to all those distance racing. <laughs> so, of course, I went to state in those, and that's where I met my coach that, you know, the coach that I would have at my college, which was the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Yes, ma'am. And it was there that Coach Kane, Coach David Kane, he um, he recruited me as a long hurdler. He wanted me to do 400 meter hurdles, but after some workouts and stuff, he came up to me and said, hey, let's, let's try you out in 200. So, so so basically that was my first open 200 <laughs> in, in, you know, anything. So did 200, he's like, just kept me there. Yeah. So I've been a trainer since pretty much. Great. So um, from there, um, I took a hiatus about happy over 10 years or so. When I graduated 2005, over 10 years, um, came back to competing around 31, age 31. Oh, wow. And yeah, I've been on the master's track circuit. I'm 38 now, so I've been, okay. <laughs> what's that, seven years? Yeah, so I've been doing this for about seven years at this point. So yeah. Okay. And your current ranking, do you know what your ranking is on the uh, master's circuit? 
My current ranking right now, well, when the year started, I was number one. I was number one in the world. Um, right now, currently in the 100, I just, I think I just checked a few days ago, I'm number three in the world. And okay. number two in the US. And 200, I am number two in the world, I think. Okay. Now, I'm number two and number three in the world and number one in the US. So, no, I'm number two in the US. So that's pretty, it's pretty good. It's okay. still good. No, it's really I'm good. talking about people being on the list with people like Allison Felix and, right. you know, Tiana Bottle. <laughs> right. So I thought it's just an honor to even be that high up on the list with people like that. So right. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. All right, I'm going to be right back with Easter. We're going to ask her if she remembers her times in high school and if she remembers her first 200 time when she got to UAH. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Dog Whisperer. All right, we are back with The Dog Whisperer podcast. We are sitting with Easter Grant. Uh, she just told us that she is number two in the world in the no number three in the world in the hundred, number two in the USA, and then number two in both the US and in the world in the two hundred. So she is flying down that track right now. Um, but you said you took a ten-year hiatus after college before you began running professionally. So what drew you? Why, why, why such a long break first, and then what drew you back to the track? Um. I took the long break because I didn't think I was going to do track again. So it was more like, okay, college done. Now it's time to move on. You know, life happened. Got, got a job, got a career. Right. And, you know, I just moved on in life. But in some aspects, I tried to keep active and keep try to keep fit in some sort of fashion. Right. And at one point, I took up, I went back to distance racing. And that was like, and I went back to that. It was because I lost my um, older sister, and it was like, I guess I needed I needed an outlet. So right. I went back to business racing, and I started with five k, and I did that. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm move up to a half marathon. I had a coworker who did a half marathon, so I moved up doing a half marathon. And I ended up doing four half marathons. Good Lord. And after the fourth one, which was in Disney World, I was man, I was like, you know what? It's time to go do something <laughs> else because if you're in Disney World to run, right. just enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you have done entirely too much. So right. fortunately that was around the time that I was kind of old enough to do master's track. Okay. So, I stopped doing half marathons around 30. So it wasn't like I was sitting out, I was just finding things to occupy my time right. during that time frame because I didn't hear about Master Track until I was around 27 or something from some, someone. And of course, I wasn't old enough at that time. You had to be 30 to, do, to be on the Master Track circuit. Gotcha. So I waited and I just did other things to occupy my time until I turned 31. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you're out there. So how are you enjoying it? Like, do you do you have a end time in mind, or are you just kind of running until your body lets you know that it's time to slow it down? Well, 
my first goal was to get on and just get back get back in some sort of shape. And my second goal was to to you know see how close I can get to my college times, right. which yesterday at a meet I actually got a lifetime best in my one hundred meter. So I got that was a that was a PR for me. Right. So uh, that that's part of the goal. That's part of the goal too. And mainly I'm gonna probably go into my body saying, hey, nah, and like you can't go anymore or I find something else that I find my time like I have grow a family or something like that. Right. Maybe they take my time and, you know, but I don't have a set time frame of when I'll stop, but like when I just don't feel it anymore, I may stop. Right. But right now I'm just enjoying myself. I mean, you're on the top of the, the rankings. Why not enjoy yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be enjoying myself too. If I'm, you know, the one being chased by everybody. <laughs> so this meet uh, coming up Memorial Day weekend. Tell us about that meet. Like, what are your goals for that meet, and how are you preparing to get there? Okay, the meet on the it's the 29th to the 30th. Um, it's the Atlanta Georgia Relay. It's down there in Madonna, I think it's Madonna, Georgia. Yeah. And it's pretty much a big international meet to have every year. It grows every year. So, yeah, it's a big meet. So, I am an ambassador for Atlanta Georgia Relay. And I will be, I will be down there trying to bring the heat. <laughs> uh, I will be doing the 100, 200. And my goals for that meet is one to just have fun because you know I'm I'm a master I'm 38 years old right and I'm out there trying to enjoy myself but I'm still a competitor right so I still want to compete but I want to remind myself that hey you gotta have fun you gotta have fun all right we're gonna take a short break right quick sorry to cut Easter off but they are flagging me down we'll be right back. We are back with the Dog Whisperer podcast. I am still sitting with Easter Grant. She was letting us know some information about the, what was it, Atlanta? Atlanta, Georgia Relay. It's an international meet up in Atlanta, uh, which she's an ambassador for, and she will be running down there May 29th and 30th. Yeah. And uh, so she's basically talking her, her ish right now, letting all these, these ladies know that, you know, when she gets there, they need to be familiar with what the back of her hair looks like. I don't know what her hair is going to look like that weekend. <laughs> But she loved his purple hair. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, I was, I was, um, basically saying, I'm just gonna go down there, I'm gonna have fun, enjoy myself. I'm gonna just do what I usually do. I'm a, I'm a performer. That's Listen to it. I'm a, I'm a performer. She is a performer. You got his videos <laughs> all on my Instagram to let you know how she be performing through these workouts, acting like she really putting in some work over here. Yeah, I'm just hoping that I get down there, have fun, and hopefully get some some PR. Yeah. Uh, that's my goal. So that, I'll get a PR out of that. That 24 and that 200, that's what we're going for. We're trying to get this master PR down and eventually get closer to my um 200 meter lifetime best. Right, so yeah, 200, I'm coming for you. 100 was yesterday, 200 meter. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. And, and I'm going to be there. Uh-oh. It may not be at the meet, but I hope it will, but it's coming. 
I mean, I think it will be. It should be some good competition out there for yeah, you. Yeah, it should. The ladies that I, um, the ladies, most of the ladies I know, they're very competitive. So, that should be some good competition. And it should be a good good day for everybody. Yeah. And that's uh, uh, the end of this month. So, I'm definitely making plans to be down there to see this in person. I want to see this lifetime best happen. <laughs> I want to see Easter, you know. Oh, Oh, all the pressure is on. You know, you know I don't travel alone. You know, there's a, a, a litter of puppies that the come hoops. with me everywhere I go. So, you're gonna have eyes on you. So, um, you know, just speaking about that, you know, just that attention. You said you're a performer. So, does the attention and the the kind of not really weight that's on you to to achieve these? Because these are your personal goals. You know, this isn't anybody telling you that you have to hit certain marks. But does that, knowing that you're trying to hit these goals, does that kind of put a little added pressure on you every time you get ready to, to run? Um, yes and no, because I'm still, at this point, my seventh year, I'm in the mindset of, I'm out here, I'm, 30, I'm, I'm getting older, I'm fast for, who, for where I am, Right. according to me, and but I do have the goal. I still have the goal, but I try not to mentally think. When I get on track, I try not to mentally think about a turn. Right. I just try to get on track and get on there because I don't. Because soon as I get on the track and I'm thinking about time, it's just like it yes, don't happen. Yeah. And and I'm mentally out of it at that point if I'm focusing on time. So I rather just get on the track and just let things be what they may. Right. That's all you can do. I mean, that's how you're, I mean, clearly it's working. You know, you're, you're meeting these goals, checking them off one by one. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see what happens in Atlanta. I think that's going to be the meet that, you know, gives you all that you've been working for and prepares you for, you know, worlds and stuff coming. Are they going to do worlds next year? Or uh, Yeah. They're going to do worlds next year. So, you know, preparing you for, you know, the big shebang bang that's coming. You know, so <laughs> yeah, the shebang bang. <laughs> But before we uh, right <laughs> before we finish with Easter, uh, Easter, what advice would you give to the next generation that's coming up behind you as far as getting ready for, you know, while they're in high school right now? What would you tell them that you wish someone would have told you while you were in high school? Um, I would tell them that don't be too hard on yourself. Things you have to have patience and just. Just sometimes you just gotta go with the flow. Right. You really gotta go with the flow because you know you could you can expect. But I don't want to say lower your expectation, but come in being real right. with yourself, and you know things will fall where they need to be. Right. That's good. Be humble, y'all. Be hungry. Uh, ooh, humble and be hungry. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Dog Whisperer podcast. I want to thank Easter Grant for sitting down with me today and having this conversation with me. Um, I, I know that there's a lot of young girls that look up to you um, that train here, actually. You know, you've been able to come by and, you know, train with a couple of them, kind of work with them. And I know that means a lot to them. Um, so your presence in the track world is definitely something that is necessary. 
And I definitely hope that, you know, even when this master's journey, you know, comes to a conclusion and you, you know, take your final bow, I hope that, you know, coaching or something like that, you know, follows up that journey. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) You better be. Um, (laughs) But definitely, guys, as always, you know, you can send your questions to the Dog Whisperer podcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll try our best to respond to all of them. If you have any questions for Easter, send them to that email. We'll make sure we get them to her. Um, also, information about that Atlanta Invitational uh, will be linked in the bio of this episode so you can get all ticket information and attendance information from there. Um, anything about Easter Grant will be also be in this bio as well. So you can see her Instagram page, Facebook, and everything that she has out there. And you can kind of chat with her, follow her on Instagram. Uh, Easter, let them know what your Instagram handle is. Um, my Instagram handle is Sprint Number Two Fitness underscore ED, and my Facebook page is Sprint Number Two Fitness. All right, y'all heard it, so make sure y'all go add her, follow her, uh, ask her any questions that you have, and you know just kind of start that support. You know, for on this journey, she has her uh, personal goals that she's trying to aim for. So let's support her on her way. Um, and let's really show up for the Atlanta Invitational and let these other ladies know, you know, the queen is still reigning. <laughs> it is not time for her to depart just yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but thank you again. It's all love. Thank you for tuning in to the Dog Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Daryl Fagans. Y'all enjoy your weekend.